Hello, everybody. It's me, Derek, um, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I hope everyone's enjoying their quarantine, lockdown, shutdown. Um, one of the things that we're going to talk about, because this is the PTND slash life podcast. You know, all those noises I just did are me doing karate um, as I'm on this podcast. But literally, what we're talking about, we have a topic each and every single week, day, depending. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But in reality, we'll talk about today is active listening and communication. I think what is key, especially during this time of when we're in our house with other people, and I'm not a a counselor or marriage counselor by any means, but I know one of the things that I think is great is learning how to active listen and communicate, but especially not just right now, but throughout life and in general. Um, so one of the things that we're going to touch on is why is it so difficult to listen to others at times? Um, and just right here, it has a list of things. You know, there are distractions while, pe- while people are talking. People may talk too long. The listener may not be interested in what the speaker is talking about. And the listener may be thinking of what he or she will say next. Now, a couple of these things, you know, that there are distractions. I think the biggest distraction is definitely our phones. A lot of the kids that I know I talk to, that we may talk to, they have, like, their phones are their world. I mean, I don't know if you've ever taken away a phone from a teenage kid before, but it's like t- literally taking away the whole world. They don't, I don't know if they know how to function. They claim they do. They claim they go like, oh, I can function without it. I've, I've yet to see that, yet to see that. But in a sense, distractions, but even for adults, you know, we're not just going to gear in on, and pick on kids, but like adults too. We allow our phones and in sense, it's not it's not good communication. We're just on our phones. We're constantly looking at them. We're constantly saying pretty much like this is more important than what you're saying. And that goes to you know the other things. Is people may talk too long. The listener may not be interested. I feel like if the person's talking too long, you can kind of be like, there's polite ways to to do it, and say listen. You're kind of carrying on a conversation, and you kind of lost me a little bit. I think there's polite. I know sometimes. Feelings may get hurt, but in reality, you're just trying to be polite about it. And two, the listener may not be interested. I'm just going to go along to say, I feel like if you're not interested in it, don't dive into the conversation because then I feel like you're just being mean in a sense. Um, But I know sometimes we get caught up in that. I think it's a fine line. If, if, If you're not really interested in it, don't dive into it. But two, I think you know, what it says is the listener may be thinking of what he or she will say, but also may not be interested. Sometimes we get caught up in that. I gave you my, my spiel of what I wanted to talk about. And now you want to talk about something. I'm going to be that person that's probably like, okay, I'll let you talk about it. Uh, let you talk about what you want to talk about. Cause you listen to me and that's a two way street. Um, and just kind of going down, you know, um, how does it feel when people don't listen? I mean, probably angry. Probably like my wife feels when she asked me to do the dishes and I'm, you know, five episodes deep in the office and then she comes back two hours later and says, hey, are those dishes done? And I'm like, no. 
But Michael Scott is doing something really funny right now that I really want to watch. Horrible communication on my part. But in a sense, it probably doesn't make her feel good that I'm not listening. It's the same thing with everything, you know? If your boss or even your teacher tells you something of, hey, you have to do this and you don't listen or that, you know, you're active listening or they're trying to tell you something and you're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then you go and do it and you don't do it correctly. Whatever that looks like, whether that's, you know, work, schoolwork, a project, things of that nature, but it doesn't make you feel good. It, 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 it discourages the person and they get this persona of, okay, this person just doesn't listen. And, you know, we'll talk about it later on, but First impressions are important, and that's probably going to be the first impression is you listening and active listening and communicating. Uh, how does it feel when people do listen? It feels good. You feel heard, appreciated, and understood. We love to talk, communicate. We live in a. We literally live to communicate. I know text messaging is like a. I feel like a form of communication. And we do that, but a lot gets lost in translation of miscommunication in that sense. But we do, even in text messaging or in real life when we're communicating face-to-face, it does feel good when uh, people are listening because it is that we are being heard. They are understanding. And I've always found that usually when that type of stuff's going on and people are listening, it carries on the conversation. Um, And then, you know, whatever that looks like in a sense it carries on the uh, communicate or it carries on the conversation and allows you to kind of dive deeper. Um, another thing too is two of the main things that we are really you know that are, that can be touched on in this book is selective listening and op- being open minded. Uh, selective listening is obviously just hearing what you want to hear. You know we do that a lot. Is that we want to key in on the, the certain points, and then we go, okay, this is what I wanted to hear. Or we reach out, you know, we're having a rough day. We want people to tell us something that we're hearing, you know? We want people to tell us that we're doing a good job and things of that nature. But when we're having that bad day, I feel like that's when selective listening really comes in. I want to I wanna hear the key points of what's going on. And I do that too. Um, shoot, sometimes when we're out and about or at work or whatever the case is, you know, we, we do selective listening. I, I'm, I'm hearing what I want to hear so I can move on. And this is to let you guys know that it's important not to let our, like our own beliefs, our thoughts and ideas affect what's really being said. Um, we might miss what someone's really trying to say, you know, and in a sense, it is important not to let our own beliefs, our thoughts and ideas affect um, what is really being said. Someone may be talking to us and we allow our our own mindset really to go, okay, I'm not going to take what this is, but I'm going to take A, B, and C. And then the rest of the alphabet is just thrown out the window because I only like these key points. And that's really not right. You know, we need to take take everything. And that's where that open-mindedness comes in. It's just a willing to listen, not judge and see see other viewpoints. You know, it's definitely key to listen to other people. What I always try to tell people and individuals is that it's good to be open-minded and, and definitely try new things. The key examples is, you know, when we look at food, it's kind of our way of selective listening is that we look at food and we go, wow, that food looks disgusting. Um, the prime example I always give the kids is like sushi. We always hear sushi about raw fish and things of that nature, but we look at sushi and go, that doesn't look really good. 
But in reality, if we have an open mind, we're willing to, you know, not judge and see other points of it and see what other people are talking, like, you know, how other people view it. And we try it, it may be good, you know, never judge a book by its cover, but in a sense, it's willing to listen and, and communicate that if I have an open mind, I'm willing to go, okay, what are you talking about? What's the conversation about? Teach me, allow me to um, learn from this and move on. You know, it is important because you're going to learn and you're going to grow if you have an open mind, whether that's coming to communication, active listening, everything in general, you're going to have an open mind. And I'm not just keying in on this because this is where that life aspect comes in. I don't want to key in on just, you know, communication, but having an open mind in a lot of different things, such as, you know, trying new foods, traveling. A lot of times we get caught up in like, I don't want to travel here. I don't want to eat this. I don't want to do this. But having an open mind allows us to grow. And I'm not talking about, you know, because I know this is going to get misinterpreted and be like, oh, so I can do bad things. And that's being, no, I'm talking about the good things that are going to help us grow, such as traveling, learning about different cultures, um, growing out of our comfort zone to do something like maybe, shoot, let's go as far as to do like karaoke or trying something new, doing a household project, getting your hands dirty a little bit. So have an open mind. You're going to learn from it. Um, Having a closed mind, because I just don't want to touch on the positives, but a little bit of the negatives is you're not going to get the most out of what people say. Having a closed mind. We, as people, we've all done it, adults too, me as well. We allow our closed-minded, I probably miss doing that or miss saying that, but when we're closed-minded, we're not growing, you know? We're really not growing, especially when it's in, uh, you know, communicating and listening. If we're just so close-minded, like I said, we're not going to grow. We're not going to learn. And that's where that education thing, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, your education, education, educa- education is not you going to college. Education is everything. You can educate yourself by getting on the internet, um, getting your hand, like I said, getting your hands dirty, trying new things in this process. Especially that you're locked locked in your house right now, do something. Do something constructive. But <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but you don't get the most out of what people say, have to say, or are out of life if you're closed-minded. Like I said before, you know, the main example I give is when we look at food, we go, that looks disgusting. But in reality, it may taste really good. Or we even judge people by, you know, that instead of having an open mind of this person probably could help us. And that's what I always try to tell the kids and other individuals and even adults is that never judge a book by its cover in reality. Because if we're closed-minded, we look at the person and go, oh my gosh, that person's dressed this certain way. I can't hang out with them. But if we have that open-minded, and like I said, we practice good communication, listen to them, active listening. And we listen to what they have to say. And we're like, oh my gosh, this person... Nine times out of 10, you're probably going to find someone who has a lot more knowledge than you and is a little bit more educated than you and is willing to teach you in those in those sense. Um, the two main things to kind of keep going on is nonverbal and verbal communication. Um, obviously, nonverbal is our facial expressions, hand gestures, and body language. And the way I usually relate this is a lot of the kids that we talk to they are 
they are going for job interviews and they don't know how to, one, communicate, two, you know, show that their body language is that they're there. I always tell the kids, you know, if you're walking into an interview, act like you're going to get the job. I know when I worked at the Burleson Recreation Center and sat in on interviews, you'd see kids come in and just say, it's like they didn't, they, I know you're nervous, you're scared, but in a sense, it's how you, how you communicating that you're confident. You know, we're confident behind closed doors when we were friends, but when we get out and we're trying to get a job or we're trying to communicate, or even if we're trying to give speeches, all of a sudden now we become like a recluse and we're, we're closed-minded and we're, our facial expressions look, you know, sad, we're mad, our hand gestures, our body language, we're slouched over, or we're leaning back. Those are keys. Those are those are keys to how to do things. And one of the, the big things is, you know, it says hand gestures, but I want to touch on handshakes. That's great communication to show that you're, you know, that you that you mean business. You know, not a not a simple, this is a soft handshake, but a nice, you know, let me shake on this in reality. Or let me, you know, I got, I got, I lost track. I was looking at how, how long I have to record. Um, but a good firm handshake communicates that, hey, you know, I mean business. I'm here. You know, when you go into that interview, communicating by wearing good clothes and definitely active listening. When that, when the, the, the interviewer is telling you, hey, you know, describe a time you were this, you know, describe a time you were a leader, you know, give them good things because you listen to it. Oh, describe a time I was a good leader. Okay. Things of that nature. Um, our nonverbal communication is, I mean, literally just talking in a sense. You know, it's communi- It's um, communication. And I know a lot of this can be can- confusing because a lot of times I think verbal communication gets taken and thrown out. But in a sense, that's what it is. You know, be open-minded. Learn these things. I mean, we could we could I I we can have a whole topic of how our what we wear is communication. I think that's nonverbal because how we're no, I'm not going to show up to work in basketball shorts and some Jordans on and dunk on on people, even though I can't dunk. Touch the glass, but I can't dunk. But that's okay. Maybe one day I'll learn. Um, but in a sense, that's what it is. You know, and the last thing I want to touch on is effective communication. You know, speak speak clearly and listen well. This will help you whether you're trying to get a job. This will help you when you're trying to just communicate to teachers. Um, uh, Nick, who is actually a coworker, we actually had a student one time at the Bur- at the Burleson right turn came in, and we we gave the same thing about communicating. Of you know, when you go in to an interview. It's how you communicate. How am I dressed? Sitting down, shaking the person's hand. Yes, sir. No, sir. Communicating good by giving them complete sentences, not slang or anything of that nature. And he came back the next time and said, hey, what you taught me really worked. What you taught me really worked. And I thought that was real cool because I was like, shoot, you know, in a sense that works for him. That doesn't guarantee you the job. But he said that it helped him with his confidence. It helped him with his, uh, you know, when he went in there, he was real nervous. And he just kind of thought, you know what, if I just give off that, I, I want this job. I need this job. I want to communicate that. And it worked out. You know, a lot of times people go in and 
or even shoot, work, school, whatever. We go in and we throw off these signals and people look at it and go, I don't understand what that means. Or, you know, we want to be like, I want to do this. I want to be, you know, the lead in this project. And our communication gets lost. Speak clearly, listen well, practice good nonverbal communication, like sitting up straight, making eye contact, paying attention. Those things are key in everyday life, whether it's getting a job, school, communicating to your parents, communicating to your uh, to your boss. I mean, the list goes on. Um, but understanding that. So although it's not, you know, always easy to pay attention to what others say and keep keep an open mind. The more that we listen and pay attention, the more we can learn and the more choices that we have. So pretty much ultimately, this will allow us to make better decisions. And that's that's it. I only have like 30 minutes to really record. So again, you know, practice good communication. Start by doing it right now in the house. You know, when you're talking to another, to your, your parents, somebody, start practicing it. Start practicing the handshake. Start practicing making eye contact. Start practicing um, being open-minded. You know, like I said, go out and do something. If you ain't never uh, worked with something, because like worked uh, done a house project or installed shelving, mowed the lawn. I don't know. The list goes on, but practice those things because that's a great way of communicating. Is practicing getting in an open mind of where if someone may have an opposing view. Get into an open mind of I'm willing to try new things. And that's a good way to start is by doing something you've never done before. For instance, I have never, I take that back. I got really good at Fortnite, but I have never like sat down and played a whole game of Fortnite, like like a whole week of Fortnite. And last week it literally all, all, all bam, 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 Fortnite. I got a couple dubs, not a big deal. But that's ultimately what what is such on active listening, communication. Again, if you have any questions, I don't know how you're going to find them. Google them. Have fun in quarantine. Try new things. Be open-minded. This is a great time because once this all ends, we're going to have to go back to our regular lives. And this is a great way to get into that that rhythm of, hey, now now I know how to communicate effectively. I know how to active listen. And I know how to be open-minded towards things and willing to learn new things. And I promise you it's going to help today. It's going to help in the long run, in the future. As you grow up, it's going to be amazing. Adults, it's going to be amazing. Because like I said, you won't get caught up in the wife trying to be like, hey, dish is done. I thought I was communicating to her that the office was more important. And then you're going to be laying sleeping on the couch. But that's it. Have a good day. Um, Stay positive. Stay safe. Live a good life. Eat healthy. um, And enjoy it, everybody. Oh, thank you.